Welcome to the News Grubs podcast, a new and refreshing news format presented by the one and only Scotto, AP and The Fish. Hi everyone and welcome to the News Grubs for this week, the podcast for the thinking person, which is disturbing in itself. I'm Scotto and joining me as usual are AP and The Fish. Hi guys. Hey. Hello there. It's been a big, 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 big week of news and as some of the things that we thought we might have a bit of a look at this week, and this one's interesting, a woman who thinks she is too beautiful to make any friends. Mm. Mm, that's worth looking into. Uh, why is China spewing at Keanu Reeves? Well, spewing at everyone, face it. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger has had a fender bender uh, in America. That's a worry. But first, what's it like to come back from space with no toilet available? Fishy. Well, back in November 2021, there was a controversy about the SpaceX capsule mm-hmm. uh, because the toilet failed to operate. Now, you might remember that the whole idea of the uh, the mission was to bring back from the International Space Station a number of astronauts. Mm-hmm. Um, they had something uh, like a window of, uh, you know, 20-odd hours or around there, uh, probably at the worst-case scenario, to get back to Earth. And uh, I think because of the toilet issue... Oh. Uh, they probably were warned. They better go and use the toilet on the International Space Station first. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Which, we, which you would. It's like, it's like the old thing when you were your parents said we're going on a long, t- a long trip in the car. Oh yeah. Make sure you go to the toilet. Absolutely, I still do it now. They've gone and rode the ISS one for a couple of splashdowns. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And uh, the problem was, it was again, it was a technical problem, and and it proves one thing: it doesn't matter whether toilets and plumbing are on Earth or in space; there's still problems with them. Well, I mean, you know, it's a it's a fairly significant uh, piece of equipment, a, a dummy, isn't it? I mean, yeah, you know. Exactly. How long does it take to come back from uh, the space station, just as a matter of curiosity? I, I actually don't know that. I mean, it could, how long could it take? It's not as if it's a couple of days. No, it'd be a few hours. A couple of hours, you would think. Yeah, Surely, you could, like if, yeah. you, if you've knocked one off before you left the space station. That's right. As you quite rightly said, when you're in the car going off with your parents, you know, go to the toilet before we leave. And yeah. you go, all right. And then you're sort of sitting in the back of the car, busting after about two hours. So surely after two hours um, coming back from space, you could just sort of hang on for a bit. And, and presumably astronauts are trained to control bodily functions to an extent. I've just, I've just looked it up. It takes anywhere between six hours and three days. Oh, okay, right. Well, that makes a bit of a difference. How can it, I mean, it's only, what, 280 miles above Earth. Don't you sort tra- of just drop down? And... It's traffic, Scott. Oh, I see, right. Is it really? A lot of traffic. Jeez, I hate that. No, no it's not. Not really. <laughs> I think it's it has to do with uh, again windows. I'm using the word window. You know the astronaut term. Oh, right. Yes, it's a, it's a window of it of a opportunity. I think they've got to get the whole all the calculations right and, and so forth. And there's a window. Otherwise, that they skip on the atmosphere and 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 uh, entry entry has to be aborted. SpaceX SpaceX uh, claims it can arrive at the space station as soon as four hours after launching. I mean, that makes sense to me. But it's only a couple hundred what? miles. But that's just going up. But the, the, the coming down bit's coming hard. Down. Yeah, they haven't got the thrust. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're bloody Earth, it's a great big Earth thing. It's called thin gravity unless we've got uh, flat Earthers. You just fall, you step out of the space station, push you. You're at home in a couple of minutes. Yeah. 
I would have thought. It, it's, it's pretty interesting. Some uh, some comments were, um, I think, uh, uh, posted, and, and also the um, the astronauts had to wear diapers as a precaution. A you... adult nappy. Yeah, absolutely. very handy, really. Sooner or later, they'll, it'll be part of the selection criteria. Someone that you know, one of those people that has that adult nappy fetish. Mm-hmm. Feel the pressure here to become an astronaut for. For the ISS. And now, as a, a, a sort of a link-in story, but it's only on toilets, though. Okay, good start. Uh, there was a real estate agent in the United States who put a property up for sale, and there's a very interesting photograph. Uh, I suggest... I'm looking at it now. You, someone Google it. But, um, yes, it, it, it's a bathroom with four toilets in a row, in a, in a perfect line, mm-hmm. Probably separated by about an arm length between each toilet. Yes. With no partition. No. So you're basically sitting in a toilet with three other very people. close friends. Maybe maybe the owner of this house was uh, somebody from you know that had been in jail, because I'm, I'm guessing that oh well, you know when I've looked at uh, movies about yes. uh, jails they're all sort of everything's open and available because it's even yes. got four sinks uh, directly opposite. Uh, the, the toilets themselves. So maybe it's sort of a, a reminder of being in jail, or maybe it's a, a unisex open open style toilet. I've been to places where they have that in the world. There's no explanation. In sports coaching, and, and, and uh, in a, a swimming relay is made up of four people, and mm-hmm. it's just that maybe there's some sort of you know, I don't know tag team or it could, it could be. some sort of world. Is there a world record for? I don't know. The house is for sale if you're interested, uh, listener, in um, Milwaukee, uh, southern southern Milwaukee in Wisconsin. Uh, so you can go along and you can buy it for four hundred and fifty thousand dollars for um, uh, it's American dollars for four toilets and four sinks. Um, it's got two full six bedrooms, two full baths, and one half bath. Um, I wonder what is this a is this the full bath? You know, with the four four toilets in it. <laughs> You've got to wonder, don't you? You don't wonder. I know there's only one toilet brush in there too. That's a bit of a worry. Yes, when you've got to go, you've got to go. Yeah, and and all the toilet paper in this photo is sort of in a basket right in the middle of the uh, between the two. So if you run, actually, there's actually that's an interesting point I've just noticed. There are no toilet paper holders. Yes. Next to the toilets. Correct. That's all. One one viewer made that comment in in a post. Yes. And so therefore, if you're on toilet um, one or four. You've got to ask the person on toilet three or two to uh, pass you a roll. But what if there's not one? Well, it's vacant. Well, wouldn't you go to the one that's closest to the um, toilet paper in the first place? But if you sat down without thinking, you'd be in trouble. You could be in it. That's right. But a lesson to be learnt from this four-toilet bathroom, mm-hmm. particularly for SpaceX, they should have built four toilets. Well, I should have just had one that worked um, and that didn't, because um, apparently the, uh, the urine hit the fan, which makes, it did. makes a, a bit there's of a change. There's a, there's a little fan uh, uh, in the systems, in the uh, waste management system, I think they refer to it, or the urine management the urine management. And yes, as you correctly said, the urine did hit the fan. Yes, it did. Of, the news report said it pooled, the ur- pooled urine entered the fan system. So why was there pooled urine? Yes. And then when they fixed it, there's an update, isn't there, Fishy? When they fixed it, it said that they had to wait 24 hours for the grout to dry <laughs> before they used the system. Now, I have questions. Yes. No, 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 hang on. I, I actually posted that as a joke. 
right. I'm pretty sure it's probably. They really, would have had to do the grouting yes, though. In this in this day and age, <laughs> with you know modern uh, technology, ionized uh, you know titanium silicon uh, twice removed to the power of fourteen. <laughs> Grout. So I'm glad that I'm glad that was a joke for you. They had to get the newspapers out of the way too. <laughs> Although I'm just, I'm just having a quick look to, before we, we do finish here. Um, the urine oxide mixture ha- had little effect on aluminium parts, citing its experiment and inspections uh, were of the uh, inspiration for capsule. Heavy coats of paint on the Crew Dragon were a, a great blocking agent to the liquid. So basically they've just, to actually fix it, they've just stuck a coat of paint over it. That's it. Bit of Berger Breeze. Puts a whole new thing where um, uh, Wally Stiller used to say, Hey, bastards, I'll be walking on this in two hours. Now, gentlemen, there's a woman in uh, England who believes that she is too beautiful to make friends. In fact, Lily Pitfield, 25, uh, strangely enough, a fashion assistant, not even a consultant, just an assistant, from Canary Wharf in London, tells uh, tells how her looks have caused a rift between her and her friendship group. And I quote, I've lost some pals in the past because they didn't like me being the centre of attention, even though I didn't really want to be which is why she's then subsequently had an um, interview with the Sun newspaper in, uh, in Britain, uh, because she wants to try and keep this to herself. I'm suspicious of this one. Scott, Scott oh, have, has she ever considered the fact that she might have lost the, them because she called them pals? I mean, this isn't happy days. <laughs> well, that's a fair call. That's a fa- I hadn't thought of that, but yes, yeah, that's a fair call. If me a pal, I'd start looking at them. I'd look at that Sideways, I can tell you. Girls can be super mean and bitchy. It's frustrating because I'm kind of goofy, humble, and was raised to be beautiful inside and out. And as I look down at the photo, there she is doing the typical 25-year-old millennial-style um, thing with the camera, her phone, you know, in a bathroom, taking photos of herself. There's another one of a, a selfie. I mean, she's not a bad sort. She's not. All right. you know, she's all right. She's all right. it a bit in that one with the off-the-shoulder dress, you know, sucking on one shoulder. With yeah. Her, yeah, I mean, she's a fashion assistant. She's not Linda Evangelista, should we say. Uh, she uh, discovered uh, when she was 18 that she had pretty privilege. She was at a club and a man sent a drink over. Now, there's something you would never have seen, would you, before in your life? At a club? At a club, yeah. I didn't do anything to suggest I was interested in him, so uh, I was really shocked. I waved and said thank you and was genuinely chuffed. Now, as I point out, that's not something that is entirely uncommon in a, in a nightclub. It, hap- it happened to me once. Okay, it was a guy. <laughs> oh, I've had the same thing. In fact, I think it was yeah. the same guy. Yeah, but I'm not, I, I'm not got, I haven't got tickets on myself. No, but I think I, I think we were both pretty chuffed that uh, that well, place yes. sent his drink over to us. I'm happy to, I'm happy to share that I, I don't understand the, the, the plight of the pretty woman in all this because I haven't experienced that. But I don't think it's uncommon. <laughs> For the de- for you know, thirty-seven desperados that hang out in a bar every night in any given bar you choose to mention. Pretty true, yeah. They flash a bourbon and coke towards some chick, even if she was, you know, she was a two and a half out of ten. You'd get a free drink at some point. Oh, absolutely. I know. Just for uh, to digress briefly, that the GF and her close personal friend 
uh, when they were um, 18 uh, and were able to go to the St George Leagues Club on a, whatever night it was, they would take uh, about $6 with them. Well, no, what was it? $10, I think it was, which would allow them to, if need be, get absolutely hammered and have um, you know, at least uh, five or six drinks each per uh, each for the night. But um, I don't think they ever actually spent the money because uh, they would always yeah. get drinks yeah. uh, sent to them. Uh, and of course, they're beautiful, obviously, but uh, they don't um, make a big thing about it like this. Yeah, she, she, yeah. she recounts an incident in 2016 in Greece mm-hmm. where she says uh, the owner of a super yacht apparently spotted her on the beach and invited her on a cruise. Uh, and the whole day, she says, she was showered with amazing food and drinks. What about the jewellery? Well, that's true. But you know what the best part of that story is, Fishy? Mm-hmm. He wasn't after anything in return. He just Appar- said he hoped me being there would attract the cool crowd. Yeah, sure. So he's sure. still using her anyway. I mean, I mean, if that part's true. <coughs> but this girl, no, I mean, she's got a bit of tickets on herself. I'm going to say that. Yes, but yes. you've got to also say that she's possibly the most naive 25-year-old in the world. That would think that some bloke at a nightclub is trying to buy her a drink. Some bloke on a yacht, super yacht in the middle of the Greek islands, looks across on the beach and sees young darling sitting there. Go, all oh, right, I'll, I'll, I'll invite her over. I don't want anything from you. I'm, 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 I'm my intentions are one hundred percent completely honourable. Yes, yes, that's going to happen. Not. <laughs> oh, God. John Wick. Oh, I love that movie. Tough man, uh, yeah. Three, three uh, movies in the franchise, mm-hmm. almost too well, and starring Keanu Reeves. Yes, kills says very little, but kills everybody. He does, doesn't he? He does. And uh, <clears throat> but a decision by the actor to uh, attend a benefit concert for Tibet has landed him in hot water. Tibet, Tibet. Wow. Yes, okay. uh, Ch- the Chinese are angry with him. Oh, that's not going to end well. To be able to go the same way as. Uh, other sm- small, he's gained the status of, uh, as far as China's concerned, of other small countries in the world where yeah. they're going to take action. And- yeah, Lithuania, <laughs> Australia. <laughs> That's right, yes. Um, and uh, so they've um, they've uh, got upset. Uh, he, uh, 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 the, the Resurrections uh, uh, movie slumped in the box office in China, reportedly because of a boycott. Announced by Chinese nationalists. Oh. It's probably because the Chinese threatened their citizens. If you go and see this Keanu Reeves movie, you're finished. See it and die. Yeah. yeah. And then your family gets charged for the bullet. And uh, Beijing is very wary of any events that have links to Tibetan independence. Of course they are. Uh, the decision by the Canadian to attend the event was criticised by social media. And I've learned something in this next one. Yes. I used to be a fan of Reeves. No one calls him Reeves. I wouldn't have thought so. If you called him Keanu, he's one of these people in the world that you can just use his first name. Oh, absolutely. Know, everyone knows who you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, so Wick. Idiot. I Wick. used to be a fan of, yeah, Wick uh, Reeves, not only because he's a great actor, but because he has Chinese heritage. I didn't know that. You didn't know that. Uh, but I'll have to look that up. Yeah. But yeah. apparently we hold different views on Tibetan issues, and it's a no-brainer for me to stop liking him because of that. Well, that's, in- a very, uh, that's a very orchestrated uh, statement there. Yeah, well, that's from a Weibo commentator. Now, Weibo is that's like right. Snapchat or, or WeChat or whatever it's called in, uh, in the rest of the world. And, of course, you've got to remember that the uh, People's Liberation Army have one million people 
uh, in their employ whose sole responsibility is to check on what everyone's saying in on Weibo. Uh, and if you say the wrong thing, uh, you'll get a little uh, knock on the door uh, and a little Chinese chappy will come in and say, hello, 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 you and I are going to have a little chat now, aren't we? But obviously in a Chinese accent because I can't speak Chinese. Uh, and they um, then they'll have a bit of a chat to you, and you'll probably disappear. This um, concert, the, the, this concert's been being held, mm-hmm. and I didn't realise this either since nineteen eighty nine. Yes, uh, and uh, it's been held vir- virtually this year because of the pandemic. But interestingly enough, the proceeds from the uh, event go to the, the Tibet House US, reportedly to promote Tibetan culture. Now, or is that just to pay for the Dalai Lamas swanning around the world? Probably because he, yeah. he you know he tends yeah. to swan around the world and he's he's, yeah. um, he's not the official Chinese Tibetan uh, Look, spiritual leader. All this woke boycotting, uh, taking action against people, embarrassing them, and that sort of thing is mm-hmm. getting out of control. We've had this week uh, the Joe Rogan and the Neil Young incident. Yes, and apparently, um, I'm just just trying to remember which female legendary uh, uh, singer has also jumped on the bandwagon and uh, has uh, pulled the pin on Spotify as well. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, I forget her name now, but uh, she was a mover and shaker, I think, in the 60s. Right. And uh, look, it's, there's going to be a tsunami, I think, shortly of all this sort of nonsense. What's the point of it? Well, truly, you're, you're just making uh, making the world know that uh, you are against it. But interestingly enough, I've just I'm actually looking at my Spotify right now, and there's Neil Young playing "Rocking in the Free World." Oh, so it's still there. So it's still there. So how does that work? And the, the story, boys and girls, is that um, because he doesn't like Joe Rogan, who is the world's number one podcaster, bastard. He um, he does occasionally espouse some um, well. Controversial views, you might say. And yeah. therefore, as a result, Neil Young has said to uh, Spotify, uh, it's him or me. I don't get that. Well, the worst part is Spotify have just paid uh, Joe Rogan $100 million to uh, have all his podcasts on Spotify. Oh, well, who do you think they're going to go with? Precisely. They're having to pay um, Neil Young some money anyway, but they're hoping to get money back from uh, Joe Rogan. So... Yeah, but I know where you're going, Fishy. Everyone's in this woke world is they're they're boycotting everyone and and they're being offended on somebody else's behalf. That's the bit I like. It's uh, okay to take a view about something. Get on a platform. There's plenty of platforms out there to express it. Get mm-hmm. on a platform, express it in clear, unequivocal terms, and make your point. Don't try and uh, blackmail them by saying. Oh, if you know, uh, if so and so is doing this, I, I want nothing to, to do with you guys and take my music off your system. Well, you it's, yeah, and, and that's, that's a ridiculous uh, option. Well, it is, and and instead of uh, either a you know trying to have a uh, civilized debate about a particular topic, the the, uh, the rule of thumb now is uh, boycott it. Uh, make lots of noise that we are boycotting it, which really then only makes the other person more famous and more popular or more interesting, uh, rather than um, than just sort of having a, a civilised debate about it. You know, you, you turn their back on you in if you go to university. Like John Cleese, he doesn't even bother to go to universities anymore in Britain um, because uh, as soon as he gets there, you're going to have all these woke wankers turning <laughs> their backs on him and getting up him and calling him all sorts of horrible names because he's done bugger all that's bad, other than make a couple of funny movies. Oh, I don't, don't understand it. 
Now, boys, mm. a message in a bottle launched by a young girl in Scotland in uh, the 1990s yes. uh, was found uh, 25 years later <clears throat> by a woman on the Norwegian beach with her young son. Right. Uh, Elena Andreessen Hager said uh, she and her son uh, were walking along the beach uh, in uh, Gaznar when they found a bottle with a letter inside. Now, I'll just pause my, interrupt myself. Okay. Have any of you guys found a bottle on a beach? Oh, I found thousands of bottles on beaches oh, well. because people just chuck them over, dirty bastards. No, no. Not with beer, not beer bottles. Oh, right, sorry. Like you mean like with a, a message? Bo- with a message, no, yes. No, I can't not, say I ever not have. Not bottle. No. I, I haven't. Oh, have you? You have or you haven't, did you say? I, I haven't. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought no. you said you had. I'm in the same pool as you. No. Um, anyway, they opened the bottle and they discovered it that there's been there was a note in there written in 1996 by a girl named Joanna Buchanan or Bu- Buchan, sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the letter said <clears throat> that the bottle was thrown into the water from a fishing boat off the coast of Peterhead uh, about 800 miles from where it ended up. That's almost the distance or thereabouts that um, uh, Melissa Caddick's foot in a shoe floated. Oh, yes. Isn't it? Yes, it is. Memory. Yes. Yeah, about the, I think that's about right. Yeah. Where now she the letter, off her own foot to um, avoid uh, arrest. That, Correct. Now, the letter uh, written uh, as part of a school project featured the author's opinions on school, her dog, teddy bears, and uh, her rather big house, apparently. Oh, another bloody person up big noting themselves. And she reminded the reader of the letter that she hates boys. Oh. Now, they managed to track down the author of the letter, who is a doctor. Now she's a doctor. Now, in Australia. Oh, really? Yes. I probably should have read the story a bit more. Yeah, a doctor in Australia. And they talked about her, and she was a little bit embarrassed about the naivety of some of the things that she says as a young child, and she found it rather amusing. And uh, uh, she talked about her father also finding... Uh, sorry, not her, but the the, um, the, 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 the findee mm-hmm. uh, talked about her, <clears throat> her father also finding a bottle uh, with a message in it uh, when he was about five years old and he's now 66 years old. Now, I don't know why they mention that because are they suggesting that this family has this affinity of attracting message? bottles with messages in it or is it a popular thing in the area it's hard to say i'm I'm, only done because the because the father has obviously told her the story about how he he uh or um because i think she did it while she was out out on the ocean uh so maybe she was bored witless because he was there fishing yeah that's possible uh, not everyone's into fishing Mm -hmm. so um uh, yeah, she's probably written a message, and you know, I hate boys and all that sort of stuff, stuck it in the bottle and sent it off because maybe he suggested it. He goes, oh, I did that when I was a kid, so you, you know, why don't you put a message in a bottle? Yeah. I, uh, I wonder, though, uh, and I'm just uh, scrolling through the story now uh, because yes. I'm curious to know whether uh, uh, now that she lives in Australia as a doctor, does she still hate boys? There's no mention of that. There's no mention of that. And I think that's probably the most significant part of the entire story. Why does she hate boys? Precisely. Um, You know, sure, anyone can just throw a bottle over um, the side of a boat and there's probably billions of them floating around. I mean, there's been a song about it. There was a movie about it. But but, but boys, 
what possesses people to put a rolled up piece of paper with writing on it in a bottle? What what are they hoping to achieve by it? I think as uh, AP quite rightly said, boredom. You're bored batshitless and um, while your dad's out fishing and you're just sitting there going, God, I'm so bored. Attention seeker. It's not as if it's a time capsule as such, is it? Because there's only so much you can fit in a bottle, but... But, yeah, I don't well, know. I managed to put um, the entire um, uh, Dead Sea Scrolls. They're all in bottles. They're in jars. So it's sort of kind of the same thing, really, except they weren't um, floating around the ocean. They were just put in a cave. Yes, but they helped humanity where most people's letters are a load of crap. Right, well, I mean, you know, again, I come back to the question, does this woman still hate boys? <laughs> Uh, I've been following Arnold Schwarzenegger's career for about three decades, I'd say. Oh, at least. Yeah, yeah. I've watched all of his movies, uh, followed his political career a little bit. Mm. He was in a car accident recently, or an auto accident, as the Americans say. Auto mm. wreck? Yeah, in Los Angeles, in a place called Brentwood. Oh. And it was around about 4.15 p.m., Four cars were involved. It was on Sunset Boulevard. You've been there, haven't you? I have, yeah. A, a very popular place for uh, megastars uh, to crash. Yeah. They do and, it all the time. And Arnie, I, I don't know what car he had. Uh, I, I heard somewhere that it was one of the larger, because he's into Humvees, isn't he? Yeah, yes, he is. Yeah, but I, I think it was some sort of four-wheel drive, but not as big as a Humvee. It's a big SUV. I'm looking at a photo of it now. It looks like a big um, escapade or one of those sort of things oh, that uh, yeah. the um, president drives around in when he's not in the beast. There you are. Well, apparently he had a, a prang, which is a Australian for accident or a collision, mm-hmm. uh, with a woman driving a, <laughs> of all things, now we're, we're, in, we're in Los Angeles, I remind you. Yes. A Toyota Prius. Yeah, it had to happen, wasn't it? It just—it was inevitable. Obviously, yeah. thought it was a speed hump. Yeah, and that's exactly what the photo looks like. I got to tell yeah. you. <laughs> uh, the police said that no one was arrested, and uh, uh, so uh, drugs and alcohol apparently uh, weren't involved. Probably best. So it's a bit unclear how the whole thing happened. Now, with our contacts in LA, because mm-hmm. we could just sort of. You know, Skype out friends and get all sorts of stuff. And we uh, have got exclusively the dash cam footage from Arnie's car of the accident. Yes, we have. Now we cut it off. That's it incredible. Might, yeah. It might remarkably sound to some as the opening scene in one of his movies. No, nah, it doesn't sound anything like me. I, if, if, see, clearly you've never driven a Toyota Prius, uh, Fishy, because never. that noise that you can hear in the background of that sound, right. uh, of that audio, was in fact the horn of a Toyota Prius. Oh, it was? Oh, it? yeah, 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 oh. without a shadow of a doubt. And yeah, I, it plays I, classical music. Yeah, and that too as well. <laughs> But in a very quiet, non-carbon um, uh, style. And as you look at the – it's clear what has happened. I, I'm sorry to you know point this out to you, uh, Fishy. But as right. AP quite rightly said, uh, they've come along and uh, Arnie's car has thought the Prius is a speed hump. 
and it's clearly just driven right up over the bonnet of the car, crushed the front end of the car, and um, then it's sort of just sitting there and rolls on its left uh, into a Porsche Taycan of all. Is that how you pronounce that, Taycan? I believe so. Okay, Taycan. Uh, so that, that's what stopped it falling over completely. Yeah, okay. So, um, isn't, isn't, the, isn't the Porsche uh, Taycan uh, the elect- an electric Porsche? Uh, it doesn't look electric in here. Oh, okay. Just looks like actually a nice Porsche. I, it, it sounded like uh, I read something about a model of an electric car that they built, and it sounded like a Taycan. In any event, remember when uh, Tiger Woods had his accident? Yes, I do. How long ago? Two years ago, maybe? Yeah, about that. Something like that. Uh, and it kind of went away. He uh, wasn't charged, and, and the accident was quite bad. Yes, hushed up. Yeah, hushed I think, up. Now, remember, Arnie was the governor of California. That's true. Okay. Very influential, very rich actor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Married a Kennedy. Uh, married a Kennedy, yeah, yes. Then cheated on her with a... Horrifically um, looking or horrifically ugly looking um, housekeeper had a son. Yeah, they yeah, ended up yeah, getting yeah, divorced. Yeah. Maybe he yeah. was uh, distracted. Maybe, maybe. And, and apparently, all the police officers that attended uh, were seen um, uh, asking for Arnie's autograph. Well, yeah, you would, wouldn't you? I'm only joking. You reckon, <laughs> he, still, you reckon he still zots the maid? Um, oh, surely not. I mean, he might, I suppose. Don't get too much of an update these days on it. We know, yeah, it was big, big news when it caused the breakup. Well, that was covered up then, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, well, not really. It was like well, over the front page of TMZ, as they call it. I'm, I'm expecting a cover-up on this accident. Probably a bit late now because, um, let's face it, it's all over TMZ. There's photos of Arnie um, handing over his insurance papers. Strangely enough, the red Prius is on the wrong side of the road. Right. So... Now you've got to actually, when I think of that, maybe it's a targeted attack on a former governor of California. This could be a political move. Are you taking into account uh, that we're in Australia right now and we're, we drive on the right-hand side of the road? Well, um, actually, let me just think about this for a second. If actually, They drive on the left? Oh, yeah, sorry. Everyone's on the wrong side of the road. <laughs> actually, yes. Arnie and the Porsche are on the wrong side of the road. Good point. That's a big... That's a huge problem. Yes, I've just realised that because you're right. I was mistaken then for a second. What an idiot! <laughs> so maybe, yeah, no, well, maybe he was. Maybe he just doesn't like Toyota Priuses. We'll keep an eye on this story as well. We'll keep you guys uh, up to date, fully informed, as we like to do. Well, that's it for another strange week in the world of news. Oh, it's so peculiar. We'll be back next week with a more in-depth analysis of news stories around the globe. And remember. Um, to subscribe to our podcast because uh, that way you get all the latest ones right up to date straight into your device and you'll be able to uh, hear them all and remember to tell your friends as well and if you go to the website and you think what we're doing is nice there's a little button on the top right hand side feel free to donate we'd like to see some donations come in i'm not sure what we'll do with that money but i'm sure it'll be something worthwhile maybe we might give it to the tibetan house in the united states for um the Dalai Lama to uh, swan around the world in first class. I don't know. Anyway, see you all again next week. Say goodbye, boys. See you later. Thanks for listening to the News Grubs. We'll be back next week.